Cultivation, Cultivation with Kevy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. I am your host, Kevy the Dreamer, and today I am joined by a very lovely, very beautiful soul, somebody that I've had the privilege of connecting with during my modeling journey. And we are going to just talk a little this, a little that, chop it up, and get into some hair care, get into some wellness. And I'm really excited to be here with Miss LaRaza Roxy. Hey, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm blessed. I have no complaints. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. Doing better now that I see you. You look lovely. And I'm so excited to be here with you. (laughs) Same. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for Absolutely. having me. It's an honor. So I'm excited to get into it. Let's see what you got, I'm what excited. questions you got for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Miss LaRaza. Well, every time I start off a new episode with a new guest, I always start off with a couple icebreaker questions. Just allow people to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. So I've got just a few questions for you. Question number one is, what was your best class in school? Mm, like the class that I have the most fun in or the class I have the best grades in. That's where my mind goes <laughs> in different directions. <laughs> How about both? Um, so I really enjoyed chemistry um, in high school. That I think that that was the first class that I was um, really, really into um, learning the elements in the periodic table and things like that. Um, but I would say that I had the most fun in uh in an opera class. So okay. I, was, I was trained in classical opera. So that's where I had the most fun. Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know <laughs> that. Learned something new about my girl today. That's mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question number two is who is your favorite author? Hmm. Can I say myself? Cause I just published my book. <laughs> you better say yourself. I know that's right. <laughs> And I can't wait to talk about your book. We're here to discuss that today. Everybody listening, stay tuned for that. Question number three is, if you could live in any country, which country would you pick? Wow. Mm. Right now, my heart is set on getting to Nigeria. For some reason, it's calling me. And so I would go with that beautiful, lustrous country right now. Okay. I love that. Have you ever used your passport or do you have a passport? Yes, I have a passport. And yes, I've used my passport. I haven't used it this year yet, Um, but mm -hmm, I've been, I haven't been to the continent. I think the closest that I've been to the continent would be Portugal. I was right there. I was so close, but didn't make it. Um, But yes, I have used it. (laughs) Nice. I've had a passport since 2015 and I've never used it one time. Really? Oh, we got to get you out the country. We got to get Listen. you out the country for real. <laughs> Beautiful to explore different cultures, really. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It's such a humbling experience to see how other people experience life. And it's just, it's beautiful. I would love to have that experience. Mm-hmm. That's dope. All right. Everybody joining me here today. This is Cultivation with Kevy. This is... My little gift to the world, my little little being of light. I love to um, just encourage other people. I'm somebody that I've been through low self-esteem, if anybody out there is like me. So I like to encourage other people. So I call this self-empowerment 
uh, self-encouragement, uh, positivity. Um, so that's everything that I represent. And Laraza, when I got to connect with her, definitely embodied that. Um, so I definitely want to get into some different things with her. But my first question for you, Laraza, is something that I've mm -hmm. always wanted to know because I feel like there's a deep meaning behind it. Mm. Can you tell me what the meaning is behind your Instagram handle? For anybody out there who wants to know more about Laraza, her Instagram handle is at son of the queen. That's S-U-N, like the son, not son like son of a mother, son of a father, but son yeah. of a queen. Can you explain what that means? Yeah, and you're right. It does have a very deep meaning for me. Um, I'm, I'm a sun baby. I love soaking in the sun rays. I'm unapologetic about that. Um, and so I, and, and I, I have a very um, intimate relationship with my mother, my queen, if you will. So mm -hmm. um, when I created that Instagram handle, it was like me, I was, um, my mind was going in all these different directions. It was like, I have to come up with something that's like creative, but also still embodies like, me and so um i can't i i wanted to uh incorporate my mother also in some kind of way so it was like son of uh or was, at first i started off with like daughter of a queen but then i took that and made it a little bit more personal to myself and not just fully on my mother and so i came up with the son of a queen um Symboling, you know, son of a, you know what, but son of a queen um, for the the ray of sunshine that I try to always bring, um, and for what I love as well. So that's where it comes from. It's a combination of my relationship with my mother, and then just me embodying the fact that I I love the sun and I'm a sun baby, and typically the light in a lot of situations that I've come across in in life. I love that. And I love when people obviously are creative, but what I love about that is how you can, how I, I can't think of the right word, but you know, when you think of son, you think of, you know, a male, but it's like, mm -hmm. you know, son of a queen can mean like S U N. It could also mean like in a different essence, it could be daughter of a queen. Right. Um, so I love how you did that. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's very creative. It's, Thank you. I, I always wanted to know. So I'm asking you here on Cultivation with Kevin, and I'm happy, <laughs> happy to find that out about you. I love that. Thank you. So now we are going to get into, you are a published author and that is mm -hmm. so exciting. So first of all, yeah. tell us, tell us about your book. Your book is a natural hair care work, workbook, excuse mm -hmm. me. How did that come about? When did it come about? How long have you been published? And just tell us about your journey. Ooh, well, I would start with um, my business ventures in the natural hair care industry. So about it's it's about nine years now. So I'm working working on a, a decade of me really just diving into the hair care industry, right? So. Um, once I graduated from college, I was home for a little bit. I worked for family, for the family business. And then I determined that that wasn't my calling, wasn't what I want to do. So I did some research and I took a job in Chicago with a manufacturing company. Right. And so I was working with the company and I was in their manufacturing building and helping them with like branding their bot new bottles and um, just getting their business out there. I made some further connections in Chicago um, and switched over to another manufacturing company. 
And then I also was in school for my British license. So um, I would say that my book is really um, a, a over a decade's worth of information that I have that I've come across that I learned that I that I experienced from just natural um, encounters with people, different stories that I've experienced that, you know, some of them that are, are down, downward spiraling stories, you know, some that I have, some that are more so like testimonial as well. Um, and so from my experience as a braider, I worked in the salon and then briefly, and then from there, I had my own studio. And so from working on my own studio on my own, I began to need, it was a necessity that I have one-on-one -on -one lessons with some of my clients because they didn't know what to do with their hair, like in between, you know, uh, sitting in my chair. And so um, I began having one-on-one -on -one lessons and that pretty much evolved into the Restoring the Fundamentals program, which is my seven week program that I work with a group of people because the I'm blessed to say that the demand for my services was so much so where I couldn't manage the one-on-one -on -one lessons anymore. And so now we've moved over into a, a group setting, right? And so my Restoring the Fundamentals program is a seven week free virtual hair care program where we teach people how to maintain natural hairstyles without excessive heat, uh, without like chemicals. Um, you know, we use natural remedies. And from, from that program, I, or for that program rather, I created a workbook. And in 2020 was when I first presented it to the Restoring the Fundamentals program. Um, and that is this Restoring the Fundamentals workbook, which I published this year in February. So that's the, in a nutshell, my journey, starting with my career. You know, I've always had a profound love for natural hair care because of the sense of community that it brought. I was at the foot of my grandparents, I mean, I'm a grandma, you know, learning at the feet of my mother learning, you know, I helped um, help with like cousins and friends, you know, styling their hair from a really early age. I've just been like that go-to person in, in certain scenarios that I was in. So, so my book, my, my workbook, which I have here, it's, okay. it's my baby. It's like, um, it encompasses pretty much all of that. You know, I have some personal hair story journeys, um, including something that happened backstage to me at a, at a modeling fashion show. So oh that, that's in there too. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the, that's pretty much the gist of it. Yeah. Okay. So would you say that this book is pretty much telling you how to care for your hair in a, in a natural and non- um, what's the word I'm looking for in a, in a way that's non, um, it won't harm you. I, I'm trying to find a special mm -hmm. word. Non-invasive for sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Non-invasive okay. for sure. So, um, but it's a combination, you know, and I called it a workbook because there's places where we can journal, you know, there's exercises for us to, um, work through on our own. And as a collective, we do as well in the, in the, 
in the Restoring the Fundamentals program. Um, but really, um, if I can, I'll just read a quick snippet yeah, from it. Um, absolutely. So this is this is a part of the creator's note page that I have here. And this is just like my letter to my readers. So just really quickly a snippet. Um, I created the Restoring the Fundamentals workbook as a supplement to the Restoring the Fundamentals program for the purpose of dispelling um, beliefs around good hair, right? And so um, because of my broad exposure, I'll just say to uh, curly and wavy hair, this workbook does emphasize those textures, but the fundamentals of hair applies to all hair types. And so I do, um, I do use this work. I, everyone can use this workbook essentially, right? And so the RTF workbook was created for our hair culture to help build a hair language that speaks hair confidence all over the crowned kingdom. I have constructed it from over a decade's worth of experience. So naturally I am proud of this bundled resource that's unlike many disjointed tools and hair literacies that exist today. And that's a little snippet from the creator's note that I have just sets the precedence of, and the tone, you know, kind of like of the book. It's, it's for self, it's for self-love, it's for mindfulness, it's for creating a, a brand new narrative around natural hair care. It's bringing love back into the experience of natural hair care. So, yeah. <laughs> Literally what I was just saying earlier, this is self-empowerment, self-love, Mm -hmm. positivity, literally, you know, that's what I love in my life. That's what I want to give to other people. And mm -hmm. I love that it includes hair because that's something that I have struggled with in my life. Mm -hmm. um, I don't tell a lot of people this, but I do want to help other people. So I shouldn't be ashamed, but you know, genetics sometimes plays, um, you know, a factor in, in your hair. And mm -hmm. my father was bald. My father was bald by the time he was 30, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I'm mm -hmm. now a 30-something-year-old male, and I am thinning a little bit on top. So I've gotten a little creative with my hair. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, that can be a little, um, a little discouraging sometimes, especially in our field of modeling when people are like, oh, I would love to see your hair down. What does your hair look like in this style? And it's like you don't want to show people, yeah. you know, that mm -hmm. side of yourself. Um, so I, I'm definitely gonna have to check out this book now because there's things in there mm -hmm. for everybody. And I love that. I'm going to send you a copy, Kevin. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for even your support in that. And I, I, I can, I'm a testimony as well to having genetics be something that affects my hair. Um, because I, I, I have, um, very, I have so many different hair textures in my hair. It's like, it's not just one texture anyways, you know, so mm -hmm. finding, trying to figure out what products work for, my hair um, and how often I need to switch them up so that I'm not just catering to the one, to one texture in my hair. I can cater to right. like all of them, you know? And so, yeah. And I, I appreciate you for sharing. Um, thank you for sharing that with me. Um, this book would definitely assist with you reconnecting and accepting what is out of our control, you know, mm -hmm. um, and start starting with our crowns. So I, that's beautiful. <laughs> 
And I love, I love that you call it crown. I know that that's literally what it is, but I love that mm -hmm. because I'm big on, again, self-love and, yeah. you know, we should all, we all are Kings and Queens. We all need to put our crowns on. So I, I just mm -hmm. love that. That's how you said it. You know, that's what I hear is putting your crown back on and accepting yeah. what you can't control and just, mm -hmm. it is what it is. So yeah. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So would you would you say for you that your love of hair was something that started early in your life? Like you said, you were sitting at your grandmother's and your <laughs> mother's feet. Was that something that they instilled into you? Yeah. Um, and it was just something that I was naturally fascinated with. <laughs> um, I'm 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 a helper. I'm a community person. I consider myself a caregiver and natural hair care or hair was just one of those ways where I, I noticed early on that people had, it was a stressor, you know, dealing with our textures versus an experience, you know, something that can't, something that's not going to be the same from day to day, you know, something that's going to introduce novelty into our life, which I go into a little bit in our book, my book about, um, the styling our hair, introducing novelty on a daily basis, and and then just tapping into that creativity, you know, which which expands our brain elasticity, which you know promotes like just the connect the connectivities within the brain, and um, it's it's very it's a, it can be a very profound experience, you know. I personally have gotten to the point where I'll get into my state of getting ready to do my hair, you know, enter my space, my clean, my clean space, you know, clean tools, you know, all of that. And then by the end of it, or even towards, towards the middle of me coming up with how I'm going to create my hairstyle, I get a sense of like a sense of feeling high, you know, of like happiness, you know, um, even, even just yesterday when I came up with, where I wanted to place my beads. I knew I wanted to put beads in my hair, but I, I started off with like what I had seen before, which was like beads in my in the bangs, right? And then I was like, mm, this doesn't really look right on me or it doesn't, it's not really like fitting right with me. So I decided to switch it to the side and that's not something that I've done before, but love it, you know what I mean? And I love it. Thank you. And yeah. so, yeah, I would say that um, it's something that I have been drawn to from a very, very young age. And in that, I feel like hair care is my first introduction to a sense of community as well, because it was like my my mom would, you know, book appointments for with my aunts for like my cousins. And then, yeah, I have my cousins over, you know, after this, I, I can help with it. Or, and after this, it's like playtime, you know? So it was, it was, it's, 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 definitely something that I have found to be beneficial and um, community centered from a very young age. Yeah. I love that. Do you still do hair? Um, yes, I do still okay. do hair. Um, but you know, as we spoke about a little bit before we started record or before we started recording, um, I mm -hmm. made my transition from Chicago August of last year, um, back home. And so as I've been um ramping up getting or I, I didn't and so I did restoring the fundamentals for the first time from San Diego this year. And so 
Um, I think that I will get back behind the chair. It just hasn't quite happened yet. So I'm still doing those community calls where it's like, hey, you back in town? Like, come over and eat. Like, I got food ready. Whatever, whatever, you know, the case may be, like, do my hair. <laughs> or I can come up to you and, you know, we can set up a time. And it's still a sense of community. And that's what I love so much about doing hair. Um, and I will say that when I was working in the studio, it became overwhelming. It became something that I didn't enjoy as much, but, and I had to harmonize with that feeling and, and convert into the restorative fundamentals program. So I got back to that sense of community. I got back to harmonizing, you know, with, um, the beauty of natural hair care. So, um, yes, I still do hair. I'm not behind a chair just yet. I'm more so doing house calls. Um, but I do plan to get a studio, um, here home at home. Okay. Okay. So how would you say, um, would you say that your love of hair, um, has that transition to modeling as well? Like, do you see yourself hair modeling? Do you see yourself working on people's hair behind mm -hmm. the scenes, things like that? Mm -hmm. Um, I've, I haven't done any hair shows or anything like that, but I've definitely, uh, been in the audience for plenty because I just, I enjoy the art the mm -hmm. the art and the creativity that goes behind com combining um cultural traditions with hair care and but i i i would say at this age <laughs> i i'm more drawn to being a, a teacher and i'm more drawn to being some like a, a go-to staple in the community that people can go to to have answers questions answered about what's happening on their personal hair journey i kind of missed the mark of being a participant i think well i don't i won't say i missed the mark but i'm i've just kind of like moved beyond the desire to want to be in hair shows if you will um, and I had, I had a crazy experience, um, behind this, behind the scenes of a fashion show that that hair story is also in my journey and in my workbook. Um, and I, I had to bounce back from that, you know, I had to, I had to bounce back from that, but it's definitely a testimony, but I will say that of the fashion shows that I have participated in, I have been somebody to help with our textured hair because it's not often, it it wasn't, there's not usually somebody there that specializes in our textured hair. Um, there's not, you know, a person of color that specializes in um, styling our hair often. I, I know that that's kind of changing now um, and people are making more, or productions are making more strides to being more inclusive, which is beautiful, which I love. Um, and, but, and I, I do see myself, if I were to, I wouldn't say no to being hired to work backstage. <laughs> if that answers your question too. Yeah. Well, you got, you brought up a great point. Um, you brought up several great points, but something that I, I was um, thinking about earlier as we were talking is there are a lot of lacking resources. And like you said, like it is starting to get a little bit better. Um, but mm -hmm. there, there has been, especially in professional productions, there has been definitely a lack of people that understand our hair, understand mm -hmm. our textures, understand, you know, they don't have any experience with it. And, you know, I listen to a yeah. podcast as well. 
um, that actually talked about some of those experiences and how that that was for professional black artists and having somebody that clearly not only didn't know what they were doing, but also didn't really care what they were doing. You know, yeah, had a very yeah. had a very blatant disregard for yeah. their their crown and mm -hmm. that you know it's it's very frustrating and it's very it's it's scary it's scary when you are wanting to be a part of something and you know like myself like you know you you obviously have resources and you have talents and you know but for me mm -hmm. i'm not somebody that i know a lot about like i may have a vision in my head like oh i would love to wear my hair like this now can i bring that vision to life more probably not so, mm -hmm. you know, that that's scary that, yeah. you know, you have this vision or you want to be a part of something and you don't really have the people there to trust because, you know, the resources lack for us. And it's, it's just crazy yeah. that we're in this day and age and, you know, 2023 mm -hmm. and this is still something that's happening. Mm -hmm. So that's another reason why I love that you have the book, because mm -hmm. I, I just feel like all around there are no resources for us. You know, where I'm from, yeah. I'm from a very small town in Ohio. We don't even hardly have products. You know, mm -hmm. we have we have to search high and low, wow. far and wide to find what we need. Wow. So. Yeah, it's extremely discouraging. And yes, you're right. That is another reason why I just went ahead and published the book. I, I said I had it since well before I had it in 2020 ready for my program. Right. But I didn't publish it because I'm I'm somewhat of a perfectionist, but I went ahead and, and published it because um, I I know that this is needed and there's always the opportunity to improve, you know, there's always the opportunity to make another edition. But to your point about the products, my workbook has natural remedies for for home you know we can you can go out and buy things from the grocery store you know um oils from the grocery store that and there's like a chart in there that caters to specific hair needs you know that you can go out get your get the resource that you need from a from a grocery store or a farmer's market or any or something like that and be able to make your own hair products at home i think that that is something that is very important that we need to take more advantage of because even the a lot of the products that are on the shelves today have certain ingredients in it that are harmful to not only our hair strands but we as we know these all these lawsuits that, that are going around about these perms they seep into our, our our scalp you know they seep into that they go past the skin layer and it's our crowns and what is right there our brains it plays a role you know they affect the they, they, it affects the brain. <laughs> it affects the brain. I have my whole theory in my book about it. Um, and it's just, it's very profound and it's, it's, it, it is discouraging. So if anything, I, I know that I have testimonies. I have reviews of this workbook being something that's supplemental to everyone's hair journey on that's on the natural hair journey. You know, it's like, we, this is something that we need. And I was shocked that I was the first person to have a, a natural hair care workbook for the public. Cause like, and I was saying, I have, um, when I was in my Raider school, when I was getting my Raider's license, there was something that was specific for us students, but it wasn't available to the public. It was only available for people that were getting their license because of certain, you know, scientific things that 
are involved in owning a salon, you know, that we had to um, be mindful of. But I, yeah, I was shocked about that. So, yeah. Well, there. kudos to you. Kudos to you, because <laughs> as as you've been talking about this, I've been as we've been talking, I've been thinking there's really nothing like this that I've ever heard of. So, yeah. kudos to you for not only creating something that is unheard of and bringing it to life, but for also bringing to fruition your baby. You Thank know, your you. dream. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. It, mm -hmm. um, it just goes to show you that if something is not out there, but you have that idea in your heart, that's mm -hmm. a seed nourish it and let yeah. it grow and it'll come in, it'll come to life. I love that. Absolutely. I mean, that's just like what you're doing here with your podcast. You know, you are opening up, you're talking to people. I listen to your some episodes, you know, and people oh, are you. really, really, people are really, really opening up and they are where you're healing. You are doing something that you're, you're providing a means for the community to heal. And I'm also very proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. Don't make me cry. <laughs> I'm, I'm emotional, but thank you so much. That touches me yeah. and I love that. And again, like you said, community, I love to, mm -hmm. I love to help people. I love to, um, I just think about myself. I think about what I was going through when I was younger. And if there had just been somebody that maybe didn't understand, but was there, that was available, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Then that would have been, you know, so that's, that's mm -hmm. why I do it. I do it because I, I know for me, it takes nothing to just be kind, not be nice, but to be kind. Absolutely. To just be, you know what I mean? <laughs> just be genuine and you may not have the answers, but mm -hmm. if, if you're there to just lend an ear, that's sometimes that's all that person needs. So yeah. I love yeah. it. I, I want to say, um, there's two things I want to say. The first thing that I want to say to you is, are you still interested in modeling? Yes. I am. Okay, great. Great. Because <laughs> now, now what I will say is I love, I love the entrepreneurship. I love the hair. I love, excuse me, the hair care, um, the business of it and, and the, the teaching aspect of it. When you said that you wanted to educate and you wanted to teach, it showed me another side of you and I love that. But mm -hmm. I will never forget when I first met you that day, I forget <laughs> what day it was, but the day that I met you at that show, you are, you are, I think you're taller than me actually, and just gorgeous <laughs> and your walk is powerful and you are just, you're a beacon of light and you're an artist. And I was just like, oh, please don't tell me that she's gonna stop modeling now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm definitely still into it. I'm still interested in modeling. And I would say more so because of kind of the the nuances or the the, the shifts that we were speaking about earlier um, yes. in, in the industry is making me more confident because I'm not the type to eat a pea and be done for the day, okay? I'm <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna floss and clean my teeth after, right after, probably. But I'm gonna eat, you know. And so right. that was also one of the things that was very discouraging for me because I'm not a pencil body type, you know. Um, and I, I, I get my curve. I get my curves from my mama. <laughs> so, you know. So um, it's it's something. The the fact that the modeling industry has opened up to accept different body types. Your girl Rihanna did the thing, you know. She's definitely okay. She's definitely somebody that has paved the way for girl, for curvy girls, for mm -hmm. all body types, you know, yes. um, male and female. So mm -hmm. um, it's like, that's something that I, I, I love, I admire, and it gives me 
courage to keep keep a foot in the game. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, yes. I love that you said that because it does it feels like in our current day and age today as we speak that barriers are being broken. Definitely shout out to mm-hmm. Rihanna um and so many other people out there. But you know, us being in this industry, um, of course, you know, you we we face the rejection, we face the you're too this or you're not enough of that, whatever it yeah. may be. But it's so unrealistic because, you know, that whole you have to be a string, string bean, mm-hmm. pencil thin, olive oil, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's from the 30s. You know, I mean, yeah. how outdated is that? That's almost 100 years ago. And it should, first of all, it should have never happened in the first place because not everybody, most people that I know don't look like that. Exactly. But there, there's so many different body types to be celebrated, as you said. Yeah. We are real living human beings and what's wrong with eating. In the words of one of my favorite people in the world, Monique, the hilarious comedian, food is for what? To eat. You're supposed to eat it. Okay. <laughs> she said a little more raunchy than that. Mr. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. And and I think that it's important. It's, it needs to change. It, it's changing. I'm happy for it. But I think that it's important. Like one of the other things that like designers need to consider, you know, is that like you're putting, yes, it's your art. But you have like, but you have to consider like that you are requesting people to walk down the runway in it, right? So, but right. It, and if you didn't need these models, then you would just, you know, put your hang your clothes up on a closing rod and push it down the runway. Mm-hmm. That's not cute, right? <laughs> you know, it's like you've gotta you gotta also cater to different people. You know, it's like it's a give and take because modeling is also an artistry in itself. Like people who are models, um, you know, they, they're taking that seriously. It's an artwork. It's a career for them, too. You know, and so it's a it's like a give and take relationship that I feel like is important between the modeling, the model and um, the, the clothing designer. So absolutely. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. My last question that I want to ask you is, what is next for RTF? What is next for La Raza Roxy? <laughs> wow. Um, so I'm working on getting my book into um, more bookstores. I'm working to, I'm just going to keep it a little grassroots for now. I'm knocking on doors and showing face and, you know, making those profit shares agreements right now. Um, but I also want to do um, a, a Makers Mart festival in a sense um, to celebrate the journey that I have been on with Restoring the Fundamentals and kind of bring together those, the, the, the connections that I've made on my journey for people between myself, my team, and then people that are also not in the hair industry. I want us to come together. I'm very community oriented. Um, my, I just, um, my team, we just secured a building in the San Diego Black Arts and Cultural District. And so that's somewhere where I plan on working out of and being able to host more, group sessions where we're having, you know, interactive experiences. Maybe we're all doing the same hairstyle together or, you know, something like that. And so those are the three things that I am focusing on right now that I have planted and will be coming into fruition very soon. I love that. That sounds like, not only does that sound so fun, it sounds very healing. Everybody working on the same mm-hmm. hairstyle together. I would love to be a part of that. Because yeah. I think it takes out that element of how am I going to look 
you know, putting away your fears and anxiety, mm -hmm. whatever it may be that's holding you back and just getting together with like-minded people. I love that. Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited to see what yeah. comes from it. Where, are, where can we find your workbook? Definitely let us know that. Yeah, right now I am selling it on Amazon. I will share the link with you. <laughs> okay, um, yes. But if you just were to Google Restoring the Fundamentals, you it'll come up but uh, specifically on amazon restoring the fundamentals it's uh it's the first book it's i'm i'm i took a deep breath because it took a minute for it to get to the top <laughs> and that's something that i had to i had to collect myself real quick but if you google if you if you go into amazon and type in restoring the fundamentals the natural hair care workbook will be the first thing that pop up pops up <laughs> oh i'm so proud of you i'm so happy for you that's so incredible i'm beautiful i love it thank you absolutely before we close out please let us know where we can follow you we can support you and be a part mm -hmm. of your journey yeah so my social media handle across all social media platforms is son of a queen that's the s-u-n-o-f-q-u-e-e-n and I also have a website. Um, the Pelu Puli Block Club is what we call our team or the block club. So my website is www.pelupuli, that's P-E-L-U-P-U-L-I-B-C.com. So pelupulibc.com is the website. And we have more information about other programs that we're working on. Like it's not just hair care that our team is working on. We're also in like fitness, music, modeling. Um, and so we have other programs and projects that we are working on that we're planned to introduce in our new um, building at in the San Diego Black Arts and Cultural District. So a lot of stuff popping, super excited super exciting um projects that are underway and yeah I, I i'm very thankful i'm humbled by the experience to come here and talk to you kevy i thank you for having me i really absolutely. appreciate it absolutely anytime i'm it, it's been an honor and it's been a beautiful conversation and mm -hmm. i'm excited to i'm excited to see where you go and to see where this goes and to see the industry grow to see yeah. the resources you know just be a true asset and really help us i, I know i'm absolutely going to look into it because again i don't share that a lot with people but i genuinely mean that that mm -hmm. i do struggle with hair so mm -hmm. i mean it's like you read my mind so I love it. <laughs> i'm here it. for it i'm here to help you You know i'm only one call away so if you ever need anything i'm going to send you my book so We'll connect a little bit after so I can get that money. Well, I'll be I'll be purchasing the book to support as well. Oh, I know some people you. that it can help. So yeah. all right, everybody. This has been my pleasure, my joy to have my girl Laraza Roxy, queen, mm -hmm. son of a queen. Love her dearly. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This has been another episode of Cultivation with Kevy. And until next time, much love. God bless. Much love. Peace. K-A-M-A. -E.